Hey guys, before we get started, why don't you check out Comedy Week on Stitcher, where they're celebrating our show, Dynamic Banter, Squank It, Squank It, plus some other hilarious podcasts for April Fools. There's no tricks, just the treat of listening to Dynamic Banter and many more, all for free on Stitcher. Isn't that right, Mike Falzone? Yes. Also, check out their curated homepage to find your next comedy pod obsession. And if you're on your phone, you can download Stitcher in your app store or go to stitcherapp.com slash comedy to learn more. Thanks a lot. Here's the show now. Okay. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. When you look and let go of your sperm samples, there's only one drink you want to have, and that's Miller Genuine Draft. It's Miller Genuine Draft. There's somebody out back in the liquor store who would buy your sperm samples in the parking lot. Don't look at him in the eyes. He can make some pretty good coin. Is this, that's, that's like Cecil's side hustle. Hey guys, welcome to the DB. You know, we're cool. We're hip. We don't have to say (laughs) the name of the show. (laughs) Welcome to Dynamic Banter, the most lit uh, podcast, most lit pod in all the land. You're listening to a lit pod. (laughs) No cap. Um, DB, it's a lit pod. Dude, I think, uh, so welcome to the show. We never know where this is going, so we apologize if it goes straight to the depths of hell, um, <laughs> where it belongs. Did someone say, Did Oh, man. Are you from hell, Cecil? I thought you I were a human up. creation. No, I grew up in the Yonkers area Yonkers? of New York. Oh, man. You ever hell. seen, uh... Is it My Fair Lady? You ever seen My Fair Lady? No, can't say that I have. How is it? Is it My Fair Lady where where the guy's like, Out there, there's a world outside of Yonkers, Barnaby. Listen, Barnaby. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, he still catches a lot of the off-Broadway stuff. He does. Yeah, yeah, he should. I mean, it's good. There's a good scene out there. Um, (laughs) So how you doing, Mike? What's up? I'm pretty good, man. The world is so weird in transition right now. Mm -hmm. And um, everyone's just doing their best. Everyone's just doing their goddamn best. Everyone's doing their best and waiting their damn turn for their vaccine that's well, like the new hot I wouldn't go as far as to say everyone's waiting <laughs> <laughs> but I that's would true. say that is kind say... of a vibe <laughs> I that's think collectively happening. the world is waiting their turn there are certainly people who are a bit more aggressive about it um yeah we'll call them ambitious we'll call them ambitious uh but you know I think that collectively 
the the world is hoping that uh you know well i mean even that's not really sure to say but many people are hoping that the vaccine will kind of solve some of the bigger 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 covid-19 problem um you know of course everyone's going into the gloom and doom talking about mutations covid mutations uh -oh. and and uh you know there's different strains and they're coming there's different strains of the flu too did you know that mike yes I, um, if someone is like a peer, right. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a job, a medical professional job. And they mm -hmm. say sentences like the variants are coming. I, <laughs> there's no mental or emotional weight inside me yeah. that's invested yeah. in that. Right. Cause you, you just can't, can't dude, if your you job that. is that you like work at a shoe store or hold a camera for a production or are a copyright editor and you say things like, well, the vaccine, I tune out immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like a, like a uh, you mean a retort? Like when someone's like, here's, here's some, uh, well, cause I mean, that's the thing. Like a lot of these uh, outlets make their bucks off of being kind of like grandiose and uh, fear mongering and things like that. Um, but to, to mirror what you're saying, I feel like we you can't you can't waste your precious essence on worrying about things that have yet to be and are and are potentially not yet to be. And uh, you can't do that because, you know, whatever, man, life is really a roller coaster and you never know when you're going to go loopy loop or down some twisty slides or a. Or if you're going to whistle around the neighborhood, I'll, might, dude, I'll break it down real simple. If you're you not go. a medical professional and you're trying to tell me medical shit, save, save it, save it, save, save it. your breath, save it for the dogs, dude. Yeah. Talk to your pets about it. If you work at the financial <laughs> department of a corporate company and you're like, well, I, and well about the <laughs> well, vaccine, actually, save it. Yeah. Save it. Go fucking put it in. Tell it to a spreadsheet because I don't want to hear your horse shit. You know, we're on this planet for a limited time, limited time only, and you got to make the most of it. And, you know, if you're going to sit around and be like, <laughs> then you're going to miss out on the good stuff. You know what they say? What's that line? That. What's that line in Ferris Bueller? Life moves pretty fast. If you just sit around and are like, ah, <laughs> this might miss it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck yeah. about anyone anymore, Steve. It's crazy. You got to care crazy. about yourself. You got to look out for yourself. Buddy. You have to look out for yourself because if you're fucking dead, you don't have the capacity to care about anybody else. No, and uh, no, and, and to you, make right, sure right. you're uh, a help to anyone, you got to make sure that you're good. And I think a lot of people forget about that. Part. And I don't know about you guys listening to this. I know about you, Mike, and I'm sure you know this about me. But for people listening to this, like, I'm not done. Like, I got <laughs> shit to do still, you know, yeah. I'm not ready to lay down and be like, the world has crushed my soul. Because yeah, even though that it's a cop that out. I, the hydraulic press is really squeezing it. The last drops of our souls. 
you got to just resist it because there's so much more to do, dude. There's so much yeah. more to do. And I know you've got dreams, sir or madam or other. I know you've got aspirations. You set your limitations. That's right. You set them. I'm not you done yet. You set your limitations and Steve's not done. I'm not done yet, dude. But I got a question for you, Mike. You ever seen this one? The Labyrinth? Yeah. I saw it. I didn't understand it until I was like 27 years old, but I saw it a bunch of times. The one thing that sticks out for me in that movie is David Bowie um, juggling crystal balls. The crystal balls, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever take a peek at his penis in that one? No, not that I remember. I have no clear memory of his penis. He's um he's certainly he's packing it in and he's mean? like well he's he's wearing an outfit <clears throat> that uh that definitely kind of like highlights his penis and scrotum. Right. Thank you Disney for once again putting some <laughs> dick images right in front of our face as kids. Well, actually, Mike, it's not Disney. It's it's well, it's Jim Henson and uh I don't actually know what the production company is. Is it Warner Brothers or something? Jim Sony. Henson. It's Sony Browsers Pictures. did that one. Oh, Columbia, okay. Columbia Pictures. Okay. But I'll tell you, man, there's some scenes where, like, the little goblin guy, he's like, oh, please. And he's, like, begging for his life or something, and he's, like, right next to David Bowie's penis. <laughs> yeah. And, um... It's, it's really just, like, there. It's there for you. And, and, uh... You know, a lot of people talk about that, but I guess it didn't affect well, you. Who did, are we you know? to, to body shame, I guess. I, 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 I guess I just never noticed. You know, it's like anything else. It's like I was thinking about this the other day about how many of my heroes when I was younger and people I looked up to and thought that were just perfect at what they did, like a David mm-hmm. Bowie or something. So right. many of those people were you don't know anything about their lives outside of the thing that you're watching them do. So like, you don't know that a David Bowie thing is like homoerotic or that most of the movies about his dick until you grow up and somebody else points it out to you, you know? And I was thinking about it in terms of like racism. Like I, I, some of my heroes growing up were like Michael Jackson and Michael Jordan and stuff like that. And to me, they were just like people who were perfect at what they did. And then you grow up and people are like, Hey, you know, we think this is better than this and that's better than that. And these people are superior. These people are not that. And uh, other adults ruin your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Inject these poisonous thoughts. So if you didn't, what I'm saying right now is if you didn't (laughs) tell me that most of that movie was his giant gawk, then I would never, (laughs) I would never know that. I want to show you Mike, cause, uh, I think I think you need to see. I think you need to see. But you're right. I you think you want to show think, me a dead man's dick right now. On this, I want to show you a, de- a dead man's penis. Yes, if that's okay. okay. Dead man's dick was my favorite scene in Pirates of the Caribbean. So can you yeah, see? It just seems like it's not a good costume at all. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And thank you for that. You're welcome. It is a lot. What other tabs we got here? <laughs> <laughs> All of my secret DB tabs. 
So um, when that do hopefully you... Ryan will will crop around. <laughs> There's no fucking chance, dude. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. There's I'm, no I'm chance. Hold on, I'm speaking directly to Ryan Faroki right now, editor uh -huh. of Dynamic Banter Video Podcast, which you can catch on YouTube.com/slash Dynamic Banter every week and he does a great job and he hasn't broken a tripod in a year and i don't think that has anything really to do with his growth as a human but it has more to do with him not having to handle tripods uh because we've been doing the remote version of the podcast but i'm speaking directly to you ryan crop around the tabs that's a good farming trick as well <laughs> <laughs> just crop around the goddamn tabs crop around crop um, crop 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 <laughs> around <laughs> did you know that um speaking of bowie bowie predicted the impact of the internet in 1999 in a bbc interview did you know about this uh yes i've seen this before you've seen it okay i wanted to share the audio with our listeners um mm -hmm. because it's really fascinating and it's it's quite accurate and the interviewer is like the internet is a is a place to share information yeah dude the interviewer is always like i know exactly what's going on because this yeah. is my perception of it right now and it's going to be that forever because he's a suit and then you find an artist person whose mind doesn't stop at what's as, as happening right now <laughs> right yeah right. Right. So you find someone with a giant cock that does drugs to be like, no, this is how it's going to be in 25 years. <laughs> I would rather hear a prediction of the future from a man with a giant cock who's done drugs <laughs> than a stuffy old British BBC interviewer. <laughs> because who's talking about that guy still? Right. <laughs> right. I don't even know that guy's name, but I want to play it for the people who who are curious because he certainly says... Uh, incredible things it's an incredible prediction about the I internet that children are gonna do dances <laughs> in 30 second increments they're gonna be dancing and throwing up and there will be pictures of my cock around the internet for years to come <laughs> years to come <laughs> all right here he is here's bowie talking about the internet in 1999 let's cut to bowie seen the tip of the iceberg i think the potential of what the internet is going to do to society both good and bad is unimaginable i think we're actually on the cusp of something exhilarating and terrifying it's just a tool though isn't it no. <laughs> it's just a tool <laughs> who's ever done anything bad with a tool <laughs> <laughs> no one has loser. ever done anything bad with a tool. No, let's think just be of, honest about think that. Think of a saw. <laughs> Who has ever hurt another, presented any danger to any human being with a saw? All, it's but, just a tool designed to make trees easier to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, though, Bowie's immediate reaction to mm -hmm. it's just a tool though like he's like no no it's not like no <laughs> like, and that's why you asked me to be on this show right now <laughs> you want me to talk <laughs> it's just a tool though isn't it no it's not no no, no it's, it's not 
Dude, there's nothing it's better. It's a Mike Falzone. That's a Mike Falzone yeah, response. Dude, I did that. I have no, that conversation eight times a week. And it's not, I want to make absolutely uh, positively sh- sure everyone knows that I know that I'm an idiot. I barely graduated anything I graduated from. I'm not smarter than anyone. Mm. You know what I mean? But mm. I know th- enough. And welcome back. <laughs> We'll Let's right cut back. to some sports bloopers real fast. Well, I'm being my head. My they're in my headset. They're telling me to cut you off. No, fuck those guys. I know for a fact that when people hey. speak in absolutes and they're so smug and so sure about it, then that person again, like we were talking about before, with the fake vaccine, with the people who just learned what a vaccine was last year. Like you just don't get my attention. You can have so many other people's attention that like put their trust in you or whatever. But if you start speaking in absolutes and you're like, this is, this is the way it is because this is the way it is right now. And forever will be amen. You don't get uh, uh, my attention. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, for me though, I think I have just a little bit more patience because I'm always hoping to find at least the moment that makes it funny. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's fine. But I think I think you're over it. I think you're so over it. I honestly got dude, I've um I didn't think I changed in a big way outwardly from last year. But now that we're kind of getting into more regular shit more, I'm mm-hmm. seeing the change that last year took in me and I don't really um have any patience for what I perceive to be bullshit anymore in a very outward way and i'm not saying that to be like badass or like oh mike doesn't take any shit or whatever i truly believe that's the case and i just and it doesn't come from an evil place or a place of superiority or whatever it legit comes from like there's so much bullshit and there was so much bullshit and it wastes so much of our time like you were saying before Mm -hmm. and the time wasting part of my life is over So if you're not contributing something worthwhile, there's no need for me to spend my limited time on this earth listening to anything that you have to say. Thank you so much. And it's so great to just be in the room with all these people. (laughs) (laughs) And they all have masks on their eyes and their nose inhale. They're wearing two masks over their eyes and and two masks over their mouth. But I I want to hear the rest of this because he oh yeah, yeah he yeah. really does just go like no you're wrong yeah no no you God, don't know <laughs> you don't know shit i got a big dick and i did drugs <laughs> <laughs> no it's not no it's an alien life just play that part again please it's so sad this is like my you. white noise machine is listening to this. dude and it's the Hold best on, one up. like <laughs> you're gonna listen to this when you go to sleep okay here we go <clears throat> No, it's not. not. (laughs) You don't understand. No, it's not. He says it's when you think then about is there life on Mars? Yes, it's just landed here. But that's it's simply a different delivery system there. You're arguing about something more profound. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the, the the actual context and the state of content is going to be so different to anything that we can really envisage at the moment where the interplay between the user and the provider will be so insympathetic it's going to it's going to crush our ideas of what 
mediums are all about. Beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> and then that guy's like, no, nowhere in my notes does it say anything about the future. <laughs> uh, actually, um, so your dick was out in Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Says here you've, you like, you fancy dogs. <laughs> Do you like dogs? What's our viewers, <laughs> because our viewers like dogs and talking about dogs as well. <laughs> if, I, if I was interviewing David Bowie, I would certainly be like, the world needs to know what is David Bowie's favorite breakfast cereal? <laughs> shrimp and crunch toast. <laughs> shrimp and crunch Dude, toast. what do you think about the shrimp in this? I have zero. I have zero opinion on it. <laughs> I don't care. We gotta. I don't we gotta care. talk about this a little bit. <laughs> um, no, we could definitely talk about it. Um, and I think that it's you know it's weird. Everything about it is weird. The fact that this this guy Jensen Carp found it right. <laughs> Yeah, and Jensen Carp runs the 1988 gallery. Gallery, yeah. Um, on Melrose and, or whatever it is, mm -hmm, and they have mm -hmm. such beautiful nostalgic art from like mm -hmm. our, um, whatever our generation. Our generation. Yeah. And I've gotten so many great things from there, and I love it there. And then he put this thing out, and then it took maybe 45 minutes for somebody <laughs> to tweet what a manipulative <laughs> liar Jensen Carp is. <laughs> What a terrible human being. And I'm like, that is the most David Bowie internet shit humanly possible. Dude, somebody gets a little recognition. And then if they've ever done anything wrong in their it's past, it's over. It's over, but, dude. But the internet moves so fast now. Like, I guess I, it's, it's, because I think everybody's over it already and nobody cares that he's really, a, I guess, a piece of shit, according to a bunch of people. Or that Dude, he I, was at one time. Or that he was at one time. And yeah, forgive the fact that maybe people can change. I don't know. I think Dude, it's possible. don't ever talk about forgiveness on the internet. <laughs> don't ever. Like, like forgiveness is a real thing. I'll come over there and spit in your goddamn mouth. If you ever say the word forgiveness I'll on the internet. I'll slap you if you consider forgiving anybody. You know, it's so fast because like it went from, it went from like a viral tweet about the insanity of the discovery. For those of you that don't know, which I'm, I would find very hard to believe that you don't know at least what we're talking about a little bit. <clears throat> this guy Jensen tweeted out um, a series of photos chronicling the discovery of several foreign items inside of his box, sealed box yeah. of Cinnamon Toast Crunch squares. And the inside of it was like somebody's pocket, <laughs> somebody's winter coat pocket. It was like a, a fit, the Gordon's Fisherman, whatever's in his. <laughs> the yellow jacket? <laughs> yeah, whatever. He's like, oh shit, where am I gonna keep my shrimp tails and my string? I'm gonna throw it in this fucking I'm gonna visit this uh factory. Uh the General Mills factory. But obviously it's like <clears throat> it's disgusting. It's awful. It's like really awful. And what's even more awful about it is mm -hmm. the cinnamon toast squares, some of them had like these black clumps in them like, baked. like rat shit yeah and people are like 100 that's rat shit like it's yeah. and 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 he ate like a bowl and a half of that that's what happens you ever find a spider <laughs> in your cheerios that happens sometimes what why are you no one because no one fucking i think it was kicks 
I used to fuck with kicks all the time, original right? kicks, kid tested, <laughs> right. mother approved. Yeah. And I would take out the bag and then the bag is transparent, which is your first, if you're trying to keep secrets, you got to make that opaque player. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you look in the bag and, and once in a while and not, not seldomly, this is like kind <laughs> of a often thing that there's like a dead spider in there or something. <laughs> There's always something, dude. You're getting a bag of mass-produced food from a factory. There's going to be something in there. You know what I, I mean, mean? You know what? I'm curious. I'm curious to Google <clears throat> the the weirdest things found in sealed food. Yeah. It would because... be so funny. Remember how when they used to put a toy in there, it used to come in its own little bag? <laughs> yeah what if the uh shrimp tails were in their own like toy bag <laughs> <laughs> or it's hazard. like it's like the uh the like if you get those noodles where like the little packet of vegetables like the corn and things and like it's like if you want you can add these shrimp tails and this string to your cinnamon toast crunch if you want yeah 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 um I just, and so and so what we're talking about when we are saying that like the internet moves so fast is like so after that happened like there's a lot about it like the he tweeted out that he found what looked like shrimp tails like literally shrimp tails we <laughs> and then <laughs> what looked like floss and like pieces of metal and awesome. like and like squares with like rat shit baked into it and so just disgusting shit and so he reached out to the company and said what the fuck is this and they did a very stupid thing which is like do you do you know about this part mike do you know no so they they like reviewed the photos and they were like we've had our team uh review the photos very carefully and we've determined that what you're looking at is um hardened crystallized uh cinnamon and sugar Dude, sometimes is that, is that sometimes, the baking team or is that the marketing team? It's being the, like, it's what the, else could it be? What else could it be? Twenty-two year olds the, in this room. It's totally the social, like internet team. Yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah, questions yeah, yeah. and comments team, and they're like, <laughs> we've determined that what you're looking at is crystallized sugar and cinnamon, and that's it. So if if you'd like, we will. We, you can give us your address, and we'll send you more a new a new box. Yeah. <laughs> like first of all this is not sugar and this is not that's not what this is and second of all why would i want another one like this mm -hmm. is awful like mm -hmm. this is the worst nightmare experience and so they they kept like and and of course he's like showing the world these tweets right or these these emails because what why happened not? to me look Fucking what clout, happened baby. to me Fucking clout, baby! <laughs> it makes you do crazy shit. It's like the it's like the the superior the superiority version of the t-shirt cannon. <laughs> well, if you're looking around your house, <laughs> when you're when you're looking around your house and you're like, I haven't tweeted anything funny in a week and a half, and then you get a shrimp tail in your cinnamon toast you're crunch, like, like that's baby. your day. That's what <laughs> I did today. <laughs> I mean, every comedian, every Twitter comedian every social media like everyone trying to make it in social media dreams of finding shrimp tails in their that's fucking true. cinnamon toast that's crunch. true at the sag meetings at the SAG <laughs> zoom call everyone was like okay everyone <clears throat> what's everybody found in their cinnamon <laughs> and so there's all this like there's all this chatter about it everyone's talking about it because of course it's like while terrible things are happening on the planet always 
the and it's and you know there's a there's a, a heat rising from the the civil unrest and the and and all of that um it's nice to have like a very stupid break and to just like throw yourself into the ridiculousness of the story and it's you know we'll always love like shit like that right and it's mm. always it always comes at the perfect time and i think this was just the perfect time like dude everybody is talking about it fucking Patton oswald has been tweeting like endlessly about shrimp and cinnamon toast crunch good, <laughs> it's like, good great it, it's it's like it's 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 set the internet on fire and it's so it's like exactly what all these people want and so and then even better that the company the general mills company is like being they're like handling this in the absolute worst possible way yeah. so all of this is happening they weren't prepared there's so much <laughs> there's so much to talk about and then and i knew this i don't know if you knew this because I've been going to Gallery 1988 for like years and years. Yeah. Um, so Jensen is married to the woman who played Topanga. Which on... is the only piece of, <laughs> which is the only congruent sentence in every single one of these stories. That poor woman. That poor woman is dragged into this thing that has nothing to do with her because she has a real name also. Yes, and, and it's Danielle Fisher. Fischel. Yes, but everyone just keeps saying, and this guy's married to Topanga. And could you imagine <laughs> the, the hate in her heart and the teeth gritting that happens every time somebody refers to her as fucking Topanga married to the shrimp cereal guy? Well, that's the crazy thing is like, and the more we think about it, the more that that i think about it the crazier the whole fucking thing gets essentially mm -hmm. like it's it's because I, I mean we've all watched boy meets world we all watched boy meets world mm -hmm. and we all were had a crush at some point on topang with topang on Topanga. so that's what it is yeah and so it's like oh man she was like the girl of our dreams for like a time when we were children Mm -hmm. and uh and then you forget all about her even though the memories remain and then one day you find out that this fucking guy that tweeted about shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch also happens to be married to <laughs> danielle fischel yes and because you felt <laughs> some Fischel. kind of ownership over her <laughs> fictional character when you were in your teenage years you say this piece of shit with his piece of shit cereal <laughs> and his piece of shit tweets. Yes, yes. So, but that's the thing. Like, so, so we haven't even gotten to like the the like the the people that um suddenly jumped out and were like, this guy's a piece of shit. Because the crazy thing is, is like, because here's where we're at, and there's a there's a tweet that I had to retweet because it's just bonkers. It's it's bonkers. This is the tweet. The man's name is Jensen Carp, okay? Carp, which is a fish, by the way. Which is a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Best viral marketing ever. Here, here's the tweet. A man named Carp married to a woman named Fischl <laughs> found shrimp tails in a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The cereal was purchased from the Costco on Topanga Canyon Boulevard 
and his wife played Topanga in Boy Meets World. Mm. Meanwhile, Carp used to be a guest on Pistol Shrimp podcast. So it's just look, dude. Cut, please cut to David Bowie saying, going, "And we good and bad. We haven't seen. We this is only the tip this. of the iceberg. No more. No, no more tweets. No tweets will be read after the first of October. Peace and love. Peace and love. So." It's just, I mean, obviously you could find this type of nuance or you could find these details in like a lot of things. Like there's even like the people that go so far as to say there's all this like moon landing propaganda, fake moon landing propaganda in The Shining. And they're like, the number 63 appears and there's six yeah. cast members that died three and years after Lincoln's the middle name was Kennedy. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and so that's why John that F. Kennedy was shot. I just thought it was ridiculous. That tweet was ridiculous because it exists. Like the fact that this thing exists is crazy. And then, um, so everyone discovered that he's married to Topanga. And so the internet had like a very fast moment with that. And then, and then like literally the next day, I think it was three days. It was day one shrimp in the cinnamon toast crunch goes on fire across the internet day two cinnamon toast crunch guy is married to topanga for boy meets world yes. and then day three cinnamon toast crunch guy who's married to topanga from boy meets world is an abusive piece of shit abusive lying piece of shit <laughs> abusive lying terrible piece of shit yeah and here's the evidence and here's the evidence um so crazy man it's just crazy it's like I don't, I don't know what will happen to people who fucked up real bad and then have are trying to live their lives <laughs> and, and can't even like tweet about the thing that we would all die to tweet about if it happened mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. So it's like such a crazy thing. I mean, maybe the guy's no. a piece of shit. He was always nice to me, but he also wasn't trying to fuck <clears> me. So, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I so, guess. You know, maybe there's a, co a correlation, but um, I just, I think it's so mind blowing. Here's what you gotta do, man. If you're listening to this show right now, and maybe you're in your twenties and you've never made a mistake in your life, just keep that going. Just keep it going. And that's your only chance you have of having a normal life is to never make a mistake. <laughs> and if you do move to the mountains or something like that, and yeah. build, carve, carve a cave out of the rocks and just live off of dirt in a mountain. If you've ever made a mistake before in your life. Right. Right. And I, and, and I think like, you know, obviously stay off Twitter and it, it, I mean, I think it would be a great thing to, never use Twitter again. <laughs> I think I think it would be a great thing if people just abandoned Twitter at some point. You would be so sad. If I would be sad because I what I utilize Twitter for is different than what the um, aggressive people are using Twitter for. Also, um, those kind of people with that mindset will find a way to do that wherever anywhere yeah even exactly. if there, even if there was no internet to the iceberg even if there was no internet they would find those are the people who make everyone in their life miserable because they're always looking yeah. for the thing you know what i mean for sure for Move sure on. um i want to very quickly go down this list of the most disgusting things found in food Please. and then 
and then we could do the ads if you want right after yeah. that. I also have a great um, be nice or not be nice Perfect. about the um, dangers of saying whatever you want on the internet. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, so, so <clears throat> mouse in bread. For those of you who have been meaning to cut back on carbs, this might do the trick. While making sandwiches for his children, Stephen Force saw that he th what he thought to be dough. What's his name? Stephen Force. Look Stephen up Rapp. everything he's <laughs> ever done and bring him down. Oh, here's the other thing. That, <laughs> Stephen like... Force, you piece of shit. Here's the other thing about the 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 Jensen and Topanga and the shrimp thing. Apparently, <laughs> someone found out that like um the the girl who played Topanga um had a I you know I'm sorry I remember her as Topanga I don't remember her name Danielle Danielle Fischel just a full person of course she is and just I respect her to, I think she's awesome I, lo I loved her on Boy Meets just World. trying to get through just waiting her turn for the vaccine like the rest <laughs> of us you know hopefully so um <laughs> apparently she had like a cinnamon toast crunch like like a uh, brand deal or something and she was like a cinnamon toast crunch spokesperson and then they were like and also jensen has created like crazy huge marketing campaigns around like certain products and things like that and uh it's just ridiculous i don't think that it is a marketing thing if it is it would be certainly not for cinnamon toast crunch because um, this is not making them look good at all <laughs> you know you would think that but i also know i can count 10 people right now who went out and bought cinnamon toast crunch because they were reminded of it my brother-in-law did it instantly you know what i mean so it's like yeah. dude today there's no like um there's like an equal and opposite reaction for everything that happens today because people are so divided. Right. You know, <laughs> right, right. it's like people I, will see shrimp tails and be like, what cinnamon toast crunch is still around. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Cause, cause yeah, most people, I, and there was even like a study that said most humans, I, I can't remember if it was humans or Americans, but it was like most i'll just say americans because it sounds right <laughs> most americans do, are like very like not that afraid of dying like they don't care about dying like they're probably afraid but they don't care like and and i think that, that it's all connected to like the people that don't care about wearing their masks or like being safe during covid or like going out and buying a box of potentially poisoned cinnamon toast crunch you're gonna have to cite your sources on that one i'll cite I my know sources. everything about that survey i'll cite, I'll cite my sources i want to know where um, people were asked that in what situation people were asked <laughs> that question um mo probably people who have never been faced with death <laughs> I, if i had if i had to <laughs> I hey had you're guess. five we asked a thousand five-year-olds <laughs> Are you, Are afraid, you afraid, afraid of dying? I, I want cereal. What? Um, so anyway, this guy found <laughs> a rat in his bread and found out that it was a mouse, or sorry, a mouse, and it was missing its tail. And his family had eaten from it the day before. They found I mean, it. use your eyes. It's for your family, you know? Tooth in a candy bar? <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's my favorite paint from uh, or really a candle. Yeah. <laughs> tooth and, and a candy bar. Coat the sky with tooth and a candy bar. <laughs> While on a road trip with her husband, Sue Cowhound found a stranger's tooth. <laughs> so it wasn't hers. How did she know that? <laughs> I mean, I guess it because she like did one of these. I bet like Jensen Carp put a tooth in that candy bar, <laughs> that lying piece of shit. She said, every time I think about it, I kind of get sick to my stomach because I don't know what kind of mouth it came out of. <laughs> that would have made it better. That's if it quote. was like a close friend or family member, that would have made it easier to take. Um, how about this one? Maggots in the Ferrer Ferrero Rocher chocolates. How about this one? Says in 1993, Stone Temple Pilots found flies in the Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> how about this one mike frog or toad in a pepsi can <laughs> <laughs> a can so that frog had to it's like a ship in a bottle situation it had to grow up in that can says while grilling in his backyard tiki bar humble brag fred denegri of ormond beach florida began drinking a can of pepsi stop stop <laughs> steve do you see do you see how this shit happens the guy is in his i don't think he cracked the seal and a frog came out <laughs> right, and started right. singing the hello my baby hello my honey thing i don't think that's what right, happened. right right i think right. he's in a tiki bar in a fucking swamp <laughs> in florida and a, and a frog was near his shit and he was and like better did. tell the news today's yeah. my day now i get to be the emotional manipulative piece of shit it does say that he started gagging and then took poured it out and he said what came out looked like pink linguini that's disgusting that's disgusting and, and dark stuff and he he says the the couple called the federal drug administration and poison control and the fda concluded the mysterious object to be a frog or toad oh ew so it was like um they breaking batted the frog in the factory they, yeah okay so this one this one's not so crazy i i don't think black okay. widow spider in grapes piano full piano and bag of chips <laughs> <laughs> Sailboat found in Pringles can. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's funny. Ronald Reagan's favorite pen found in a bag of Doritos. Ronald Reagan's remains <laughs> found in a box of Cheez-Its. Razor blade in ice cream. That's crazy. Condom in a Big Mac. That sounds like an employee that was pissed off at somebody. Pig in a blanket? <laughs> <laughs> How about this one, Mike? A knife in a Subway sandwich. Dude. Is someone trying to break a friend out of, out of prison? That's, imagine walking onto a plane like... Hum, hum. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, yeah. I ended up biting into a knife here. Hey, there's a file in this birthday cake. <laughs> Ooh, what about a bullet in a hot dog? <laughs> i mean what isn't in a hot dog right i mean <laughs> that's pretty normal anyway all right this is gross shit i'm done with it okay. but it certainly happens and um and yeah i mean i found a bug in my bananas i found like a like a caterpillar once 
in my bananas yeah. and i was like oh there's a little stowaway what do you and then i put him out in the bushes outside where he was promptly i remember by a crow <laughs> yeah dude and that's the circle of life that's dude the the fucking life. banana banana flavored caterpillar every now and again a little treat <laughs> yeah. for your feathered friends in the yeah neighborhood. yeah he's the shout out p stash one time shout out greg <laughs> Um, <laughs> also, I remember when we were in grade school, there was like a syringe in a Pepsi bottle yeah. uh, situation scare. Yeah. Or the razor and, blade uh, in the apples during Halloween, that yeah. whole thing. Just make factories a more fun, exciting place to work, I think is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> then people won't want to shove shrimp into a cinnamon toast yeah. crunch call My jensen whole- carp and tell him to outfit the walls <laughs> of the factory with cool nostalgic art dude so all i with shrimp tails in your cereal <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dude. you liar piece of shit <laughs> you fucking terrible terrible person your career dude. is over until everyone forgets this happened in four days <laughs> this is all i want from this because i do think it's over even though he's like still updating about like what um oh because the because where it's at now is is that um general mills asked him to send them the shrimp tails so that they could like investigate it further and he was like all right well i'll give you one of them and then i'm gonna keep one and i'm gonna make send a friendship one necklace i'm gonna make a bracelet out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna make you some earrings. Half. My half says best, <laughs> and your half says friends. But he said he was gonna have a DNA test done <laughs> on it to find out who's the parent of the shrimp. <laughs> hey, that's smart, dude. You you take a DNA test and you uh, you compare uh, results with General Mills, and and then um, and then no one believes your results because everyone now believes that you're a lying, manipulative piece of shit. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent. This that shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> Dude, that's perfect. It's such a perfect. Here's what we do from now on. Here's my David Mo- Bowie uh, tip of the iceberg situation. Okay. Assume that everyone is a liar and you'll never be let down a day in your life. Yeah. Assume everyone's a liar. Trust no one except yourself and focus on yourself. And then you'll come out of any situation where you feel like <laughs> you're lost yes. in the world and realize that you're not and you're and, the only person you can count on mm-hmm. and if you've ever lied to yourself or made a mistake cancel yourself <laughs> i think i think you should have the responsibility to do that I all think right it's responsible to cancel yourself it is responsible yeah in the future we will cancel ourselves absolutely um, all right, let's get some ads out here and then we'll get to Mike's be nice or don't be nice. And uh, and then we'll do some history roads and then we'll say goodbye. How about that? Sounds beautiful, It is Thursday Steve. after all. And we got a I'll Friday be here for coming. moral support. Also, having a great time talking to you. Uh, I want to wish everyone a, a happy weekend. We're floating into the weekend. I hope everyone gets their, um, gets their shit and gets... Uh, acclimated back into society and i think we're in for some good times we gotta keep our heads held high and that's a 100 emoji from me (laughs) 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 hey guys let's talk about uh me undies i'm wearing them right now i wear them all the time i i only wear me undies every day i found a shrimp in my (laughs) 
I found a me me undies in my shrimp. <laughs> I found Jensen Carp in my me undies bag. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, me undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable on your skin. That's why MeUndies sources the softest, most comfortable fabrics imaginable. And you can choose from endless styles and sizes between extra small and 4XL. Come on. Some in there for everybody. And that's why you should express yourself every day. Because what you wear on the outside should empower you from the inside. That's like their whole thing. And guys, MeUndies just released their lightest, stretchiest, and most breathable undies yet. Breathe by MeUndies was made for your movement. They're super stretchy, super meshy fabric, and it feels invisible and stays put. So you don't, so you don't have to. Keep Check a fish alive new... in your underpants for up to a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so it can breathe and live. Check out their new Breathe collection in new ultralight, anti-odor, quick-dry undies and socks. <clears throat> and guys, of course you know, MeUndies has a great offner, off, offner for our listeners. An offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, which is crazy to me, you guys got to get in on this if you haven't, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product, for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So to get 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. Dude, I I'll never wear another pair of underwear in my life again unless Throughout I'm forced all the rest. to. Unless I'm all, forced to. All everything that's not MeUndies is in the garbage in my house. Correct. So thank you, MeUndies. We fully love you. We fully endorse you. And I'll never I'll never love another pair of underwear like I love you. Thank you, MeUndies. Speaking of the nether regions of the human body, <laughs> which I know you know about. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <laughs> Animatronic Steve. <laughs> That's right, Mike. <laughs> hey, big shout out, huge shout out to Tushy. Speaking of the under levels of the human body, where we protect it at all, at all costs. Uh, Tushy is a great company that um, provides people with, oh, I don't know, the future technology of toilets that we should all be in already the fact that we have our toilet technology is still in the dark ages it blows my mind but let me present you with this imagine jumping in the shower and not turning on the water just what? wiping your body with dry paper no i think people would call you crazy i so, don't even so, imagine it i can't even imagine it so why why would you wipe with dry toilet paper instead of washing with water the future of toileting has arrived guys okay it's technically been around for centuries but 
hideously expensive, costing, oh, thousands of dollars. So why even think about it? But guys, the brand new Hello Tushy 3.0 Modern B-Day attachment is here to level the playing field. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of water, it cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray Automatic Self-Cleaning Nozzle. And it attaches to your existing toilet, guys. You don't need to buy a whole new toilet or rip up the ground for electricity or plumbing. And it cuts toilet paper use by 80%. Come on. So Hello Tushy Bidet pays for itself in a few months. And because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. You just poop, spray, dry, and go. And sanitation is simple. The Schmutz Shield offers easy cleaning and the knobs are naturally antimicrobial. Plus every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60 day risk-free guarantee and a 12 month warranty. Hey, you already got a tush on your pot? Well, why don't you upgrade to the new 3.0 model? And if you're new to the revolution, why don't you join millions of happy, clean Hello Tushy customers right now and have that, mm, that sparkling clean buttocks with every flush. Don't be dumb. And here's the deal, guys. Our listeners to the show here can go to hellotushy.com banter for 10% off plus free shipping. Get 10% off plus free shipping and get your butt clean at hellotushy.com slash banter. Hellotushy.com slash banter. Don't forget because you're gonna need it if you wanna stay clean. Thank you, Tushy. Thank you, Tushy. I'll kiss you when we're, when we're out of this mess. I kiss my Tushy bidet every single time I use it. I kiss it right after I use it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I kiss the nozzle. Hey guys, why don't we talk about Quip really quick? Quiply. <laughs> Quip is one of the most trusted companies that uh, goes into my mouth every single day, sometimes up to three times a day, sometimes five times a day. It's true. I know Steve's top list and cereal just got knocked off the top. Yes, and it Quip did. Quip is on top. Mm -hmm. Quip has been up there for quite a bit because they're just a wonderful company. They deliver brushes and flosses and gums and toothpaste mouthwash. and all sorts of things. Mouthwash straight to your door so you don't have to go to the dang store and try to pick out all of these things i don't know all these different types of brushes and pastes i don't want that i just want something that i know is consistent will work really well for me and is convenient and that's exactly what quip is don't you know that mike yes and i'll tell you guys <sighs> their new gum it's good times because if you're like me, I love to chew me some gum, but I'll tell you, chewing gum with uh, with Quip, Quip's gum, oh my goodness. It curbs your appetite, it relieves your stress, and most importantly, it freshens your breath. 
everybody's walking around in these masks and you're forced to confront your breath at all times. That's right. And you know it's bad. You know That's it's right. bad. And here's the other thing. A lot of gums have like sugar and they'll destroy your teeth after a while. But luckily, the oral care experts at Quip have made a gum that stands out from the pack. One that can help prevent cavities. Oh, and it tastes great too. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'll tell you guys, it comes in a slim travel ready dispenser. It's available in five colors, metal or plastic. And the packs, and it packs and protects up to 10 gum pieces at a time. And it fits about any purse or pocket for on the go. And in a world where we all need to be extra safe and hygienic, the quick release button means you can share it with friends. No wrappers, no hands, no hassles. It's cool. It kind of shoots out. Yes, it's, it is. It is really cool. It's futuristic. Um, but don't take our word for it. Why don't you check it out yourself and check out all the other stuff Quip has to offer by going to getquip.com slash banter right now, and you'll get a free plastic dispenser with a refill plan with any refill plan, by the way. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash banter. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. You can also get the Quip electric toothbrush, refillable floss, all the stuff we talked about, and more in the oral care aisle at your local Walmart. That's awesome. Great job, Quip. Quip, the good habits company. Thanks, Quip. Quip, you're gonna love the way your mouth tastes. Here come the cops. <laughs> let's see if I let's see if within those few moments something changed. Yeah, we got permission. Cause you know, maybe they saw that and they're like, oop. <laughs> Dude, I know I said this before, and please stop me if you disagree. <clears throat> but I think the quip gum tastes exactly like the takeout mints at a Chinese restaurant. Dude, and that's the powdery nice. ones. Those are that's my nice. favorite my favorite things <clears throat> that's nice i love that i love a good takeout mint there's it's always like a nice goodbye to, you, to the meal goodbye yeah. flavors here comes a new one i never like the peppermint you know what i'm saying i like the peppermints peppermint can be a little they're fine strong for folks. they're fine it's yeah. it is a lot to me yeah. personally yeah. i like the that powdery job look like little yeah Ooh, the little crumb the like the the cho the chalky crumb yes yeah that's good times yeah. All right, Mike. So you said you've got yourself a be nice or not be nice. Yeah, this is my favorite, man. This What's is going my on? favorite. The internet is fun because for whatever reason, as close as the internet brings us, mm -hmm. for some reason, people still don't think like I'm not famous. You know what I mean? I think we could both agree on that. I'm not like an untouchable. I'm a guy who lives here who happens to have some people following him. I have a, we have this job right. where professionally we make people laugh. Correct. No one's coming after and, you on the internet. I mean, I, you would think, you would think, right? But not I like think Jensen. it's less about, no, 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 not yet. So <laughs> I think that it's mostly like if you go, in the comment section of my shit and you say something negative, <laughs> I'm gonna see it. Yeah, There's no sure. way I'm not gonna see it, especially on TikTok. I just joined a couple months ago and I've been posting stand-up comedy on there and some stuff nice. does real good and then some stuff does, you know, yeah. real baseline, whatever, it's but game. it's fun. It's just a game. 
it's like YouTube was at the beginning. It's like, you don't have to sit there and make everything look perfect and then have a website and not show it to half the people who subscribe to your shit. It's a real crap shoot. And sometimes right. things take off. So you just throw a bunch of stuff at the wall, like our friend Candace was saying last night. And sometimes it takes off, but mainly shout out Candace one time and may, or rip source fed. And sometimes shit takes off, but it's mainly just people having a great time until they start taking it too seriously. And then right. it's not great. Right. So I've been putting stand-up clips up there and really taking the time to edit them in a vertical format, which is trash and the bane of the existence of the artistic whatever. Because we see in widescreen. We don't yes. see vertically. But because these things we fucking hold in our hands are vertical, you have to reformat all your shit to make mm -hmm. it fit a very unnatural plane, right? Right, right. I like doing it right now. I'm in the stage of my life where I like doing it. So I put... <laughs> joke up this terrific joke i have about okay. my friend whose uncle just happens to be m night Shyamalan. whoa and, for real uh, yes it's just a fun joke i'm not going to give it away because it's on tiktok and also i i will absolutely still do it live so if you want to hear the punchline of the joke either subscribe to my tiktok or come see me live okay roll 11th in Burbank, Friends of Friends Crown Workshop will be returning, <laughs> and you can get your tickets online. And that's a little plug for that. And that's also one of the first times I've gotten to be like, please come see me do stand up in over a year on this show. This is the return. Happy. The return of a so wonderful show. I put up this joke that I did to a sold out crowd in Bridgeport, Connecticut, 350 people, right? Okay. So I say this joke. Let me do some math here. Maybe I should play the joke. Would it help to play the audio yeah. of the joke? Yeah. Okay. You so want to do that? We'll do this. Here, I'll turn the music down. What a twist. What a twist. That's wonderful. Okay. So the premise of the joke is that LA is weird. Thank you. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> premise of the joke is that LA is weird. I've known this guy for four years. Had no idea M. Night Shyamalan was his uncle. Right? Right. Also, lovely gentleman, by the way. Yeah. So looking at the comments, as I do, because I'm not famous... And I see so many positive things, so many people being so nice. Right. And then there's this one dude who goes, one of the weakest punchlines I've ever heard in my life. Whoa. This is 17 hours ago at the time of this recording. What? Right? How did and you get so, that from that? So I guess now is the time in this story. We're not done with the story, but now is the time where we say after reading this comment do i be nice or uh, yes or not be nice everyone's favorite game show it's steve you know how this game works 
You know me, we are very close. We've known each other at a very intimate level for years. So mm-hmm. knowing me the way you do, would I be nice <laughs> or would I not be nice? I mean, there. so I think this one, this one's, this one's a little easy because it's like, <laughs> because certainly there is a way to be nice, which I wouldn't put past you which would be to just ignore it. Like that's a nice, you just ignore just ignoring it. ignoring it is nice. So, okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think so because you're not giving that guy anything and you're letting him have that moment. And I'm sure people are like replying to him saying like, no one has, what's wrong with you? Okay. There was well, one some, reply point, and it's not from no one. It's not from anyone else. <laughs> Let me guess who that reply is from. <laughs> Go ahead and get so, a little sub game inside the game. <laughs> a little mini so, game. I mean, I think you could, I mean, maybe it's not technically a nice to ignore it, but it's better than a not be nice, which I think is what you did. <laughs> I think you. So think final you answer is not be, not nice. be nice. Yeah. Not so nice. I have to tell the rest of the story because I truly don't know what this is yet. And then you have to decide at the end whether it's a be nice or not be nice because okay. I don't know. Okay. So I go through all the trouble of living my life and trying to be a good comedian and everything that comes along with that. I finally get to the point where I can sell out a place and I tell this joke. He responds in the comfort of his own home with weakest punchline <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> To which I respond with five laughing, crying emoji faces. Okay, so that was my response to the to the tweet, to the comment. And then I click on his thing. He has since privated his account. Oh shit! What did you he do? He since privated his account. I went on to his thing, and he as also this is like. No one listening to this go after this person because that's a not be nice and you're not involved in this yeah, situation. Yeah. So take yeah. your, don't put yourself in it. Yeah. So I went to his, his profile mm-hmm. and I clicked on his most recent video because <laughs> he saw my stuff. I have no idea who this person is. Yeah. And he commented a very negative thing. So now I'm going to go watch his stuff. I think it's only right. fair. We, we so trade too. time. I agree. His most recent video was a video saying, I'm quitting TikTok. I started this early in the pandemic and um, I, n- I haven't broken 80 followers and none of my shit went viral and I don't need this shit because I have a career. And so I'm off, I'm quitting TikTok, this is it. Okay. Things are starting to become a little bit more clear as to people's <laughs> motives Yeah. at this point. Uh, yeah. It's maybe difficult. Also, so before I tell you what I commented on his video, <laughs> I would like you know, to point out what a ridiculous, I'm not done. Okay, okay. I would like to point out what a ridiculous situation it is to hear a crowd give an applause break, to hear 350 people give an applause break to what is, to some people, maybe the weakest punchline you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> Which it's totally Are all these people lost? Not. Did 350 people think that this club was a bus stop? How did they get into this building? Were they giving away Krispy Kreme donuts at the time? 
Everyone's giving out the vaccine in the balcony and that's why 350 people are there? Or is it because I write the weakest punchlines in the history of comedy? <laughs> so I went on this video where he said he's quitting TikTok because he didn't get the response he wanted. And right. I wrote, I wish I could read it word for word, but oh, I took a screenshot so I could just do that. <laughs> so I go on his thing and I say, I didn't screenshot my response, but I know for a fact, I said, don't give up, keep working hard. Um, I think oh. that you could definitely, uh, I said, I, I just said, don't give up and keep working hard. And uh, you, you know, you never know what's gonna hit and, uh, and whatever. He responds back to, which is surprise be nice. Boom, surprise be nice. That was a right? surprise no be one nice. No one expects it because this person came at me with the heat and, and I come back at them with, I'm very secure in my position in life. You seem to be going through some turmoil and I'm telling you as a creative person, keep doing it and don't worry so much about the shit, right? Wow. And he responds back with, don't make me feel like a piece of shit just because I didn't laugh at your joke. To which I then respond, oh, and this no. leads to somebody privating their account. I respond with the word, and this is perfect full circle David Bowie shit. Nope. I say, I say, nope, what you did was come at me and feel the need to tell me that my joke was bad in a public forum in front of a bunch of other people. So what I did was come back to you and say, you can be better if you work hard and stick to it on your shit. Right, and because, that made you yeah. so uncomfortable that you <laughs> privated your account. I mean, <laughs> that's a major flex, bro. Look at that. Listen to that flex. And that in, and in a roundabout way, you really got to take the extra second to be mindful of what you say to people on the internet. Totally. You know what I mean? Like that right. dude, when he, he was probably just in a bad mood and feeling yes. bad about his own shit. Yes. And then this joke comes up in his like feed or whatever, the stuff that you're fed and right. you're like, oh, I hate this joke, which he's totally into. I'm not saying to anyone not hate the joke. You right. know what I'm saying? He's right. perfectly entitled to hate the joke. But when you come at the creator of the art, who's been working his ass off to get in front of a sold out crowd for the past 15, 16 years of my life. Yep. And you say, that's the weakest art I've ever heard in my entire life. Don't expect to not get the fade back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's my time. <laughs> Dude, one, 100%. Because that what that guy, I mean, obviously that guy wanted what you had in that moment. That's everything, dude. That's every, yes. that's what I try to tell people. I've had people who listen to this show. There's this, there's this chick named Annalisa. Do you know Annalisa? No. Oh, oh she's uh, very yeah, active yeah, yeah, in yeah. all the DB things. And she's yeah, very yeah. funny. And she's blown up on TikTok because she has great energy. And she's very she's, positive. She's and the she's one that a, cosplays as both of us. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's a fucking <laughs> delight, right? Yeah, and yes. she's hit me up about negative comments that she has had. And I said, yeah. all you need to understand 
is that people who comment negative shit on your like well-meaning lighthearted shit are just mad that they don't have that and they it's so yep. hard to have an introspective look and say what i'm doing isn't good enough so you got to look at people who you perceive to not deserve that shit and you got to say fuck you for doing that yep. and that still doesn't make you feel better no no but but it's interesting because certainly coming at that guy with like hey man don't give up was like really a nice thing to say <laughs> and he just doubled down he doubled down on being a a, a grump a jealous grump mm -hmm. and and that's like someone who i mean look if you're if you're to the point where you you are compelled to type out something that you know the person who created that is going to see then yeah just like you said you gotta know that you're gonna get something back yeah that. and that's a lesson for everyone dude if you have totally. a negative thing to say before you make it for any everyone juggle it around in your fucking mouth for a couple minutes <laughs> right and maybe right. keep it keep your trap shut and keep it there because yeah. there are consequences i feel like people say whatever the fuck they want now because they live in a world without consequence totally you know what i mean and no one is just gonna let you say it goes back to the freedom of speech thing i could say whatever the fuck i want absolutely it doesn't mean anyone has to give a fuck right about anything that you say right and you got to remember that as well it's totally. not like I live in America, so everyone has to suck my dick when I say something. Because <laughs> right. that's not what the world is. Right. You say shit where I'm from, not trying to be tough. If you say some shit out of line, you get hit in the mouth. Oh, yeah. And that's how we grew up. And if you get hit in the mouth a couple times, you learn that you can't say whatever the fuck you want. You have you to know? think about it before you say it. <laughs> you got to take the extra second. So congratulations on your career and and everything you got going in a positive way in your life and your newly privated TikTok. And I just wanna say that really and truly, if you ever feel like coming back to the app, all you gotta do is stick it out and try harder and get better and not worry so much about comparing your life to other people's lives. Thank you for your opinion, sit mm -hmm. on it. And I hope you reflect, sir, wherever you are, on the fact that a, Someday Mike is Mike will be a household name and you'll remember that he went out of his way to try to give you a really good piece of advice and maybe someday that will be something that will power you to be a better person. Maybe, but that day takes some looking inward. Oh, and yeah. without doing that, that day manifests in other ways. Mike, I think that th this is a beautiful way to end the show. Yeah, I think we should we'll do we'll do some history roads next week because um, our time is is coming to an end for the show. But man, what a way to end it. What a, what an interesting I mean, as as creators, as comedians, we we face this kind of stuff all the fucking every time. day, dude, every, every day. day. <laughs> Imagine putting your heart and soul into something. And I was talking about one of those things that like I really take my my job and our job as podcasters and comedians like we lit there's years of messages you made my life better even if it was just for an oh, hour oh yeah oh yeah and now i see that like that's essential shit and oh, the yeah. world is shit at all times 
And if you could spend your time with a comedian or two comedians at a show or during a podcast and feel better, that's like, it's the best job I've ever had in my totally, life. Totally. Can't and if you come at granted. me sideways with some shit, I don't go to your job and, and mess up your spreadsheets <laughs> or press control, <laughs> alt, delete on whatever cool graph you're making. If you come in my office and fuck with my shit, you're going to get spoken to. Yeah, just imagine feeling so proud of something that you did and then you're sharing that and then someone's like, no, fuck your happiness. It's like... And expecting nothing back. Expecting nothing back is the most entitled cunt thing to do. And look, sometimes they want something back and that's probably part of the whole thing too is that they they want someone... Like they can't... Unless someone <laughs> replies to their edgelord remark on your obvious joy. Uh-huh. And um, and th- and that's something you have to navigate too. Um, and it's really hard to stop yourself when you're the, the creator of that art and something is just so wrong with that response. You can't compute it in your brain and you want to fight it. And sometimes the urge to fight isn't enough and you just let it go. But man, sometimes there's just that one fucking comment, man, where you're feeling so good about yourself and you're feeling the positivity of the world when the hardships and the positivity is a little lacking. And it's like, come on, man. Come on, we're all in this together. We, I want your happiness. You want my happiness. And even if you don't want my happiness, my happiness will not affect you, sir. Also, Matt. I thought what was very like um, glaring throughout this whole thing is that that didn't bring me down even a little bit. Sure. Like I'm so confident in the joke, where it took place, the delivery of the joke, the things that I'm going to say tonight yeah. and tomorrow, even if they don't all work out. I'm so happy and so content that I just wanted to show that person what that was. This right. is exactly what this is. And I right. need you to know that. And then you progress with your life after right. having all the information. Right. So instead, so there's three ways to, to kind of handle that. You can either ignore it. Perfectly you can, acceptable. You can say an, a very angry fucking burn. Sometimes or, acceptable. Sometimes acceptable. Or you could be like, here's some advice. Obviously you're hurting. So don't stop and good luck to you and that's mm-hmm. those are that's it that's all you can really do and after that it's like look i'm not gonna let that bike go into my heart zone i'm gonna let it into the brain zone for a little bit because i'm so perplexed by this anger that that you're sh- that you're sharing on this joy yeah. uh, but but yeah not letting it get to the heart place is really the important part and not giving a fuck yeah at the end of the day but i love that you you gave that person advice and at the end of the day they were too cowardly to um accept that whatever put it on the pile of shit that isn't my problem (laughs) exactly all right well guys what a wonderful episode of the show today mike what a wonderful lesson to learn and hopefully people (laughs) listening to this think twice before they say things that might hurt somebody or might come off as a little too aggressive or very obvious that there's something going on in your life that you're trying to bring everybody down to your level. And I think it's important for us to think about those things sometimes while we enter this new era of our lives where, you know, we're a little bit safer and hopefully a little bit more caring for each other. Mm -hmm. And please um, go follow me on TikTok. 
Mike Falzone comedian or comedy. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is. I had to change it. Mike Falzone <laughs> comedy. And uh, you can come see me on Sat uh, Friday. I have a show, which is tonight nice. in nice. L.A. The big one is uh, April 11th, and you can get tickets for that. Um, everyone is welcome. And, you know, if um, you ever want to say anything negative to me, you could uh, wear a catcher's mitt. Because <laughs> you're going to be throwing some hard balls. <laughs> um, well, guys, you're great. Uh, I, I My plugs are kind of just... Um, Check out our every Wednesday. Uh, the Valley Folk does a show called Jackbox and Chill, which hopefully, Mike, we could get you on soon. Play some Jackbox games and have a good time. And uh, that's about it. We're just working and we're we're staying above the muck and we're trying to, uh, you know, get through all these these kind of uh, feels that are being thrown at us. And but you guys really make this a joy, and Mike really makes this a joy for me. And we really appreciate your guys' support on the show and outside of the show and for our sponsors. And, you know, we just want to spread love and joy and make you guys laugh and forget about the bad stuff for a second. And we hope that we've accomplished that for you. And we appreciate this, this symbiotic relationship that we have. Absolutely. Thank you for all your love and support. Couldn't do it without you still probably would, but thank you for letting us into <laughs> your lives. Indeed. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>